0: Welcome to the Short Funk Podcast, I'm Tom Barbelay, and today, vinegar on metal. Folks who listen to this podcast will be familiar that I have some interest in the Second World War, just a passing historical interest. Through a late night online shopping experience, I recently purchased parts, just rusted up, welded over parts of a Stenger. Having done the necessary cutting with a Dremel and removing all the excess bits and pieces, I have a bunch of metal that is about 75 years old and is covered in gunk. It's actually quite inspiring how filthy these bits of metal are. And my typical response associated with metal is to apply some kind of cleaner or something to remove off the 75 years worth of gunk. Having watched the Antiques Roadshow, I realise that this probably isn't always a good thing to do. But these items are so filthy... That if I were to handle them for an extended period of time, my skin would be very blackened. As I pointed out to my wife, most of my foolhardiness in this day and age can come through internet research. And I did spend a bit of time researching on the internet what the best way was to clean these bits of metal. I have a preference for vinegar in these circumstances. And I wanted to look online and see if my vinegar preference was well founded. I accidentally had some kind of Facebook conflict with an individual maybe about two and a half years ago associated with using vinegar on metal. But I found through searching online that actually there are a number of reputable sources. In fact, a majority of the sources that I investigated associated with cleaning up old bits of steel and iron that indicated that vinegar was a preferred form if one didn't want to use toxic chemicals. And also in contrast to the toxic chemicals that one would use the effects of vinegar were pretty good. So I went to the local Walmart, the local Walmart's useful for certain things, bought an inordinate quantity of apple cider vinegar, which apparently is a better vinegar to use than the standard white malt vinegar, and proceeded to dunk this metal in this vinegar. I've used two runs of the vinegar because the first run of the vinegar was so unbelievably filthy that... Really, it needed changing. But prior to this also, and this comes back from years of buying old lead online, assembled into some form, some creature, some creation. I scrubbed it first with soap and hot water and then rinsed it thoroughly with hot water and then dried it off before I put it in a vinegar solution. You cannot imagine the amount of gunk that came in the first vinegar wash. did it for about 18 hours. After about three hours, I went and toothbrushed down the bits of metal. But really, the level of filth, the quantity of filth and grime that came off initially, was more than inspiring. It was downright astonishing. The beauty of the first Vinegar run was that I can now see serial numbers. I can see identifying marks. And I found one thing that is particularly curious that I really like a lot. The section where the magazine connects to the actual firearm itself is its own fabricated piece of metal. It's basically like a tube with a rectangular section coming off it, where you put the inordinately long magazine, which I cannot own in California. So where one would put it in a state where one could legally do that. On this particular piece, and I must apologise here because my language associated with describing these things is not particularly good, there is a pin, spring and catch in place. And this is welded on to the side of the rectangular piece. So... I think it's actually some kind of connector that goes into the barrel piece and secures it in place. Is But rather than welding on the piece of metal that should be welded on there, they took a hexagonal nut, drilled out the centre of the hexagonal nut and welded it in place. It's beautiful in terms of its clandestine nature. Clearly a piece wasn't there, a piece was needed, but they had a nut lying around, They drilled it out and they welded it on. I have very little information associated with Sten gun manufacture. It's really actually quite romantic and mythical associated with folks in France and the UK, you know, working in clandestine basements doing these manufactures. But the ability to have an ad-lib part, a part that was in no way intended to be used in this fashion, but was repurposed in order to solve this functional issue, is really a thing of beauty. In fact, I've moved it aside and I think this definitely I'm going to use as a paperweight because it shows a degree of ingenuity that I can thoroughly endorse. The parts are currently in for their second vinegar wash. This section with the welded on bolt I have put aside as clearly I don't want to tarnish it any more than it already has been tarnished. But it is a beautiful example of the mentality of folks through this period of time. Tom Barboli in San Jose, signing out.